Hey guys, just really quickly wanted to uh, let you guys know before you start the episode that first 10 minutes of the audio, 8-ish, 9-ish minutes of the audio is a little funky as my Wi-Fi has been struggling this week is, uh, as you'll hear later in the episode, Xfinity was relaying some high-speed cable in my neighborhood, so it was a little funky, but just bear with us for those first 10 minutes and you'll get through for a clean audio the rest of the way through just wanted to give you guys a quick heads up that it is a little spotty early in the first 10 minutes but it quickly gets it figured out after my wi-fi drops and we have to restart the call but we're all good just wanted to give you guys a heads up hope you enjoy the episode hello and welcome back to another episode of the wired up sports podcast i'm josh coleman alongside dylan malfati how you doing today dylan i'm uh, doing all right look Got uh, fall season coming up. Pumped about, bro. Well, tomorrow our time, you know. Obviously, if we started season time now. Yeah. Yeah. At the station, we're gonna be doing this thing starting this. Just go around to uh, like the Western ball games, get highlights, and we do. And I'm, I'm fucking pumped about. It. Yeah, it sounds like a fun segment. Yeah, how, how are you, man? I'm living the dream. I'm actually waiting for the Colorado Media School to hit me back uh, on if I was accepted or not, because they called me, and they were like, "Hey, apparently your college transcript isn't gonna work for this. We need your high school tra- transcript to prove that you graduated." I went to college. What? I just I said, yeah, that was my thought process. And I just said, okay, I went to this high school. And they went and searched it out. But they originally were like, do you have your high school diploma? I was like, I'm sure I do. No idea where that shit is, but I'm sure I have it. I was like, I would have to call my mom and be like, hey, where do we put that? It's not like yeah it, it's not like I have my high school diploma readily available cuz well it's high school and who actually really cares about getting into or getting a high school degree like it's fun it's fun not really but it's something that is very helpful to have but like is pretty easy to do if you just stay in high school. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. That, that college trumps high school, period. Right, and I went, you know, they're really going to see how much I actually started caring in college versus how little I cared in high school. Um, But on today's episode, you know, outside of our lives, which... Actually, both of us have good things going for us right now. When does school start back up for you? 22nd. 22nd? Okay. We go back the same day. Hey, let's go. Except my school's at night. I go for four hours from like 5.30 to 9.30 for six months, and then I'm done. I mean, that's pretty nice. Every night? Uh, Monday through Thursday. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, three-day weekend. Plus, um, I'm sure you know the program director because he works with Moser and Vic on the radio show. Is it Brett King? No, it's it's Josh Dover. Oh, gotcha. Okay, right on. Yeah, he's he's the program director, so I'll meet him here shortly. I actually need to text him to see if I can get on their radio show next week, but not not altitude. Sorry, I should clarify that. The Colorado School of Media School radio show. I was like, I'm not that would be way cooler though. If I just text him like, "Hey, can I come on the show next week?" Yeah, he'd be like absolutely not. Yeah, no. No, thank you. I would like to keep my job. And I'm like, I can't blame you. Um, but yeah, on today's show, we're talking a little bit little basketball, actually majority basketball, little football, and actually I'm going to rearrange the order on us a little bit as I'm looking at our topic list. Uh, we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson playing in the preseason despite having a suspension already applied and a suspension going to be appealed, I believe, either uh, probably next week. I, I think it starts Monday next week. Um then we'll talk about Bill Russell, reti- the retirement of Bill Russell's number six, uh, league-wide in the NBA. Um, we might get into some Kevin Durant talk. He's still wanting a trade, but uh, outside of that, there's not a ton to talk about on Kevin Durant. So we'll see if we hit that in there. But if, for those who didn't know, he did re-request a trade. He was persistent on that trade request. Uh, so... Assuming we're going to see a new roster in Brooklyn next year. We'll just leave it at that. I don't really know how much we can say. We'll talk about it a little bit before we get into our very own NBA top 50 of the last 50 years list uh, to debate Nick Wright's list. Because uh, we went through it last week. We said we'll make our own lists, and here we are. Lists ready and made and ready to talk about, I have what could for sure be defined as a very, very different list. The top half is probably pretty similar. The names are similar. There's a couple guys that I added. There's a couple guys that I took off. Um, there's a couple guys who got moved way, way down on my list. And uh, we'll we'll get into that at the end of the show. We'll build some hype up to it. We'll start with Deshaun Watson in the preseason uh, because I understand why the Browns are doing it. You want them to, you want to get your starting quarterback some action for a season that it, matter if he's not going to play. Well, as of right now, he is going to play here in. Two weeks, he's probably not going to play. But as of now, I understand why Kevin Stefanski wants to do it because he wants to get him some time, wants to get him at least some game action in the offense and not just throw him out there week seven and say, all right, do your best. Yeah. I I don't understand. I don't understand why they find him. I don't understand why. League. I, I don't understand any of it. And Okay, so I want to take back something that I said last week about Sue L. Robinson. That's her name, right? Yes, Sue, Sue Rob. Um, 
she was going by the bylaws. She gave him the maximum penalty that she could the NFL bylaws. Yeah, I figured it was probably something so, screwy. I said, I, I kind of attacked her a little apologized for off the bat because she was doing what she could by the NFL. That's a problem on the NFL. Right. Now, in that situation, in these there needs to be at the discretion. That, that way they can something like up to a maximum of because six games and Sue L admitted that. But uh, he did what she could off the bat. We are not yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those where back here had a little bit of some technical issues right there. My Wi-Fi just dropped out. Uh, that's partially due to uh, the fact that Xfinity is relaying, relaying some high-speed cables in my, net, in my neighborhood. So all week long, I haven't had Wi-Fi for like the first six to eight hours of my day until like 2 or 3 p.m. And so... Uh, Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. It, oh, it's been super fun. Super fun. <laughs> I I have actually gotten out to get play some lacrosse, so that has been fun. But the issue is I don't do enough physical activity, so my back hurts so bad from shooting for a total of four hours this week, two two hour sessions. Yeah. Oh. Dude, so, I know. I don't I don't do enough physical activity either. I don't have time for it. My I'm physical like, activity is going and shooting video of whatever, you know? Right. And I was like, oh, shit. I should have taken that stretch every day thing way more serious. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, jumping back in, I kind of forgot exactly where we were at through our technical difficulties. But Deshaun Watson playing in the preseason. We apologize to Sue. Yeah. Because and you were saying, you were saying it's it's one of those things, and then that's where you kind of cut out. So, um, well, okay, I remember where I I remember my point. Uh, it's one of those things too of like, we can't blame. Well, we can kind of blame Sue, because she. Well, no, you can't blame Sue. You can't blame she, Sue. She did. She she, she gave him the maximum. Right, that she but could. here. Here was what I was going to – here's what I'm thinking is you can kind of blame her because, well, I'm sure that she – I hope that she did. I hope she went to the NFL and was like, yo, what the fuck is this bullshit? I think she I can did. Only, I, she's, I hope she was like, I can only suspend him six games, and he sexually harassed or assaulted 30 women. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. What are we doing here? And no, so it, I, I think she even said that, like, in her closing remarks. She's like, I would give you much more if I wasn't restrained good. by these bylaws, you know? Good. Because it, it's ridiculous. And I I genuinely have never understood why guys who are suspended for the regular season are even allowed to play in the preseason. No, yeah, I don't understand that either. It's forever happened, and I'm like, so... 
he's allowed to play in these games that legitimately like don't really matter to anybody outside the coaching staff to figure out their roster. But once we get into the real season, he's not allowed to play or be around the team or in the facility. Like when you're suspended, basically you have to cut ties. Yeah. For however long. Well, and I think that suspension should take place immediately, you know? Like you're not right. allowed to it's not like can't come into uh, the facility. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't come to the facility, you can't practice with your team. That it's it's not just a player uh punishment, it's also a team punishment. And right now I think the I think the Browns deserve to be punished as well. And how do you yeah. fucking sign that dude? Like to a a max contract. Well to the richest contract in NFL history. Yeah, dude, it's fucking bullshit. Oh, it's the craziest story in the world. Yeah. Like, I will never understand the thought process that went down for the Browns. I, I don't understand it either because they, they've they had a shitty quarterback situation for three decades, you know? For, forever. Yeah, it, it's been it's been so long since they've had a decent quarterback in there. Like, that they're desperate. But, like, that's not an excuse. Yeah, and honestly... Being desperate for a guy like Deshaun Watson in the time that he was, you were being desperate for, you were legit better off with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, you were. And you know what? You're like, you're enabling that sort of behavior now. You're, like, yeah, you're, you're kind of a pile of shit. But you know, um, here's a giant stack of cash. Will you come play football for us? Yeah, here's all the money that you need. Yeah. So, like, it's okay. We forgive you. Pat on the head. No. No. It's not okay. So, I I don't think that Deshaun Watson deserves to practice. He doesn't deserve to. He doesn't deserve to play in this preseason game. When I saw that come across my my news feed, I was like, you've got to be kidding me right now. I was genuinely pissed. It's weird. I've never understood it. I've never understood why guys who are suspended are allowed to play in the preseason. Yeah, no, I don't I don't get it either. I understand you're building chemistry, you're al- allowing them to not be so rusty when they walk out on the football field, but it's kind of part of the punishment, dog. Yeah. It absolutely is. Yeah. I also this is so off top, well, not even off topic. So a reversal. Did you see that Cleveland is hosting the uh National Massage Therapist Convention? A block away from the stadium. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no, you heard that right. Cleveland is hosting the National Massage Therapist Convention a block away from the stadium. What the shit, dude? Granted, I've seen a lot of funny-ass memes on it. I was like, wow, the irony, and wow, somebody keep Deshaun Watson in his hotel or his, his house that entire week or until that convention is gone. He's on house arrest. He's not allowed to go anywhere. He's not even allowed to go to the grocery store. You sit in that house, and you think of anything but those massage therapists, because we don't need you to increase that total to 40 or 50. For those women's sake, for your sake, for the league's sake, it's – but, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny and ironic. That I was like, oh, my lord. That would happen. 
Yeah, absolutely ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Deshaun Watson, we'll we'll continue to talk about him. I mean, he's one of the hotter stories in the NFL right now. There's no getting away from him. So I'm sorry for all of our listeners if you are tired of hearing him, hearing about him. We can't just stop talking about it. No, so, like it's yeah, too big like, a news just to like, you know, let go by the wayside. Yeah. And so, honestly, any listeners out there, you should be pissed off about this too. So. I'm sure they are. Yeah. But it's almost getting to the point of COVID when it first hit. And it was like all you saw or read about or heard about for the first like. Well, I guess it was probably like that first month. Where we all didn't think it was that serious. And then it hit us that it was that serious. But all you heard about what it was it. It's oh, kind of getting for like to that three, point. For like two years after. We're still hearing about it. Yeah, but I don't hear about it nearly as much. And that may just be the fact that I have kind of pulled myself out of it. Um, But it's kind of what I'm just like, I'm tired of hearing about it, but we have to hear about it and talk about it. Yeah. So that's what it is. Uh, But happier stories, kind of. Bill Russell sadly passed a week and a half, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But the NBA did the right thing and announced yesterday that they will be retiring his number six, his famous number six, league-wide. So nobody will ever wear it except one person. LeBron James. LeBron James, because they grandfathered him in. Yeah. I don't understand why. He wasn't. Well, just... because LeBron James is also, and we'll get to this later, the second greatest player of all time. Yeah, but... At but and point... look, like you, you, you grandfather them in... You can't take away a player's number, you know, he like he like somebody. Numbers. That's true. He does wear twenty six yeah. as well, right? Like twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. I, just make it. We haven't retired MJ's number, and I don't think that one's gonna be retired. And if it is, it'll be a dual MJ Lebron retirement. But like. I'm sure LeBron, if you called him and said, hey, we're retiring Bill Russell's number six, you can't wear it anymore. You have to go to 23. I don't think he'd be upset or, like, argue that hard. No, probably not. He'd he'd probably be like, all right, I'll call Los Angeles right now. We'll get the jersey switch enacted Yeah. again. Like, it really isn't that big of a deal to ask him. And if he did... Say, no, I'm still wearing six. Fuck him. I think that the league just kind of left it up to him. I think LeBron James should go, hey, I'm going to switch my number. I hope he does. I hope he does, too. But, uh, you know, like, out of respect. Yeah, legitimately just out of respect. Like, just don't wear it. Yeah. And and so, yeah, he's one of the all-time greats. And... Yeah, it, obviously we're not going to get to him on the list because it's just the past 50 years. But, um, yeah, out of respect, you go, go to 23, whatever. Right, like so. just go – it's it's not that big of a deal. Fans are still going to fucking buy your jersey. I'm sure some of them have the 23 from – because I think he wore 23 his first year in L.A. I could be wrong on that. Thinking back on it, it might, he might have switched to six when he got there. Yeah. But it's not – 
Like, fans are going to buy the jersey, LeBron. It's not that big of a deal. Fans will still wear your number six. Yeah. But just you won't. Shit, fans will probably buy your number 23, even though they, they already have six. You know? They will. Like, it's 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 a little weird to me that I was just like, just stop wearing it. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, if KD can switch his number, and KD was, like, truly wearing his for a purpose, his number 35, then anybody can switch. And if you don't know the story behind KD wearing number 35 in OKC, whether you're Dylan or anybody listening, please go look it up. Or It's a tremendous story. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the story. So. It's for his uh, high school coach or little league basketball coach who died at 35 years old. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good story. I like that. Right, and he was a, his coach was a big like uh, mentor for him, big factor in his life, and so he wore he wore 35, and it was always, and he used to before every game touch the numbers on the front and touch the numbers on the back, and so it was a really kind of cool thing. So if he can do it, LeBron just fucking change. It's ridiculous. It's just let one of the most influential basketball players of all time have his number stand alone. Yeah. Influential. And also, also because, you know, LeBron's is, or LeBron is such a, we call him an advocate or an activist off the court and everything too, Mm -hmm. which is what Bill Russell was as well. Right. You know, you'd think he'd give him some respect for, yes, the things that he did on the court, but also off the court. Well, and maybe that's where LeBron's thinking is I'm wearing six, not just for his on the court accomplishments, but for his off the court accomplishments. And I can understand that. Yeah. But you don't have to be in his number to still be an advocate or an activist, whatever you want to say, because both words work. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's an advocate for a lot of different groups. He's an activist for a lot of different groups. Like, he's great guy. Like, LeBron, truly a stand-up guy. Just stop wearing number six. Yep. It's it's done. It's retired. Just stop wearing it. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Like, I understand. He's grandfathered in. If he still wears it, that's his choice, whether we yeah. think it's right or not, you know? But Right. But... We're in the opinion that he doesn't need to wear it and that it's not that big of a deal if he takes it off. And I think that that's a good kind of side to be on in this argument. Yeah. And I know I, I just mentioned KD. He I brought it up at the top of the show. He reiterated his trade request. And. I honestly still don't know if i care or not i don't <laughs> like, i don't dude i'm i'm over kd honestly he's i okay. love kd yeah, i don't know i love kd the basketball player i love kd the person one because kd the person is hilarious follow him on twitter if you don't he's so funny cuz he does not give a shit he told some guy the other day whose car had just broken down. He's like, hope you have fun with your shitty car. And then there was another sentence. I was like, God damn, dude, you're a savage, Katie. You didn't need that. 
Um, but yeah, KD reiterated his trade request, which I think is hilarious that like Kyrie the day before the uh, first trade request was like, no, I want to play in Brooklyn with KD. And then the next day, KD's like, no, I'm out. I don't want to play with you. Uh, I think it's hilarious. But I'm more con. Who's going to trade for him? Like, the package the Nets want is unbelievable. Yeah. Who's actually going to trade for him? The Celtics got rejected on a trade that was actually a pretty good trade. For It was uh, Jalen Brown, Derek White, I want to say another player in, like, three first-round picks or something like that. And I was like, that's a pretty good trade. And they came back, they were like, no, we want Marcus Smart. And you're like, dude, I understand that you want the defensive player of the year. They're not giving up the defensive player of the year. So his his options of going places or where to go are quickly declining. He is... Yeah. He's not going to have, like, right now it's kind of looking like Utah might be the best situation because they can one-for-one one him. Well, it won't be a straight one-for-one. One. They can do KD for Donovan Mitchell. Or the Lakers are somehow going to get involved because lay GM out there. Um, but I, I don't understand. I don't see where he wants to go or if there even is a, a true market out there for him right now. Obviously, people want KD, but for what price? And that's kind of the, the scenario we're seeing, not only in the NBA, but the NFL is kind of getting to this. I'm like, what's the price? And is it too much? Because if it's too much, we're not paying it. And so I'm starting to get to the mindset of, KD's probably going to be a Brooklyn Net next year. Probably. Whether he I don't think that they're letting him Yeah, I don't think that they're letting him go. Yeah, it, they're you not know? Yeah, they're not going to let him go unless it's the price that they want. And I am sure the KD needs versus the Nets needs if they give up KD heavily outweigh KD's needs. Yeah. Cuz at the end of the day, it's a business. He's a terrific player, top, probably top three in the NBA currently. Top five for sure, but top three, I would put him there. You you don't just let that guy go for nothing. And you no, don't, they they want something. They want lots of pieces in return. Either that pieces. or a couple really big pieces, you know. Yeah, and then you got to wonder, like Ben Simmons. Do you have to trade him as well? Like, is this just a full rebuild for the Nets? Or is it just going to be, hopefully Ben can play and we can win KD over again? Dude, yeah, I don't don't know. I mean, the thing about the NBA is it's a player-driven league, right? I mean, like, players have a lot of power in the league. And if if KD doesn't want to play in Brooklyn, he's not going to play in Brooklyn. Yeah. Whether he's still on the Brooklyn roster or not, he's not going to play there. Yeah, I, he. I saw something that he went to the Nets and said it's 
Uh, damn it. I, I think it's Brent Marks, their GM, and Steve Nash or me. So he wants them to fire their head coach and their GM to keep him. And as an organization, then you have to weigh. Well, what's more valuable? What's more valuable? Well, yeah. and don't get me wrong. I don't think Steve Nash is the coach for them up there because he. Uh, there was a lot of public scrutiny when Steve Nash got that job with no coaching experience as a head coach for one of the better franchises in the NBA. So I can understand that. But the GM as well is crazy. Yeah. That's wild to me because that is a way bigger move than a head coach. Yeah. Yeah, you can find a new head coach. Yeah, fairly. Well, I don't want to say fairly easily, but you can for sure find a head coach with more coaching experience than Steve Nash. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And. Um, but finding a, uh, finding a GM not easy. is not, not super easy, you know, not a quality one anyway. <laughs> and you're, you're the Brooklyn Nets. You want to win right now. Yeah. Right now. You don't have time. Yeah, you can't do it next year. It's gotta be this year. KD has another, I'm pretty sure four years on his deal. Kyrie needs a re-up. But, like, at a certain point, KD either has to live with the GM and say, screw Steve Nash, or, to your point, not playing. Yeah. And I would fully, I wouldn't be surprised if KD didn't play. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised about that either, honestly. Um Kind of putting the the Nets in a rock and a hard place because obviously you don't want to lose your star player in KD. Right. As as much shit as I've talked about Kevin Durant, and I will continue to talk shit about him because he's kind of a he's kind of a whiny bitch. Let's be honest here. Yeah, yeah. Not denying that. Yeah. Um. He uh. He's a great basketball player, and I'm not denying that. Terrific. Yeah. One of the best. Yeah. Um. So, kind of put the the Nets in a rock and a hard place there by doing this. Um, and look, we've all worked places that we don't like. I don't particularly care for the job that I have now. But guess what, buddy? You got to do it. You got to do it. Also, you're making like forty-four a mil. shitload of money. Forty-four mil a season. More money in one season that I will ever see in my lifetime. And you're going to sit here and bitch about it. Like, fuck you, dude. Combined. Combined. Yeah. We'll never see 44 mil combined. Combined. So, you're going to sit here and bitch about how you don't like the coaching staff? Like, get over yourself. I I can... I understand the concerns with Steve Nash. I do. First-year head coach, never had any coaching experience, not even as an assistant. Yeah. Fully understand that but you don't get to publicly scrutinize your coach. No. It's just not the way things work. Yeah. In any league, you just can't do it behind closed doors. And if you're nope. going to bring it publicly, you then get to open yourself to all the scrutiny, and if you're going to bitch about that, that's your own fucking fault. 
Yep, absolutely. So, and you know what, Kevin Durant, you can at me on Twitter if you want. I don't care. Dude, I um, <laughs> I honestly want to go hop like almost every day into like reply to the tweet because he's been so active with people that I just want to see if I can rile him up enough to get him to say some vile shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I will take it. I want I'm just to gonna, see what, yeah. what I can push him to. Yeah. <laughs> just be the ultimate troll for Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. Can I get in on this? Yeah, let's do it. We'll write a very crafted tweet, Adam. <laughs> And actually, you know what? No, it's not even going to be like, it's not even going to be a well-crafted tweet. It's just going to be at okay. Kevin Durant, you a bitch. Yep, AKB, <laughs> hey, hey, you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, re- he'll reply, he'll look at my profile picture and just judge me off of that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Knowing this is going to sound really fucked up for those who don't. I, I you just gotta roll. I have a former teammate who passed in my bio. I'm sure, I'm sure he'd find a way to work that in. Like, oh, Probably. I see that. I see that homie's uh, death date in your bio. Like, hope he stays dead or something. You're like, Jesus, Kevin. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up, dude. He when yeah. he told that dude yesterday. Hope you ha- or like happy you have a shitty car, and then another. I gotta go pull up the tweet. I it was it. I laughed so hard, Dylan. <laughs> it was I was so thrown off by it. I was like, I can't believe he openly tweeted this on his personal on his personal account. It Dude, was yeah. wild. He's it's literally okay. So this guy tweeted at him. Car wouldn't start this morning. Get to work late and our internet is down. LOL. I love this shit. Unlike at KD Trey 5, I actually enjoy taking the hardest road. It's basically just problem solving practice. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty good that's pretty good tweet though. Great. Great tweet. That's a good tweet. KD respond, you enjoy having a shitty car and getting to work and not being able to connect to the internet? Question mark. And you're like <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> And then apparently, oh, I can't say, oh, somebody replied to that one. I can't say the first word. Uh, It says N-words be like, woke up today and realized my bank account was on zero. Good thing I really enjoy the hard road, unlike KD who would rather have money like a bum. And he goes, nice accuracy. (laughs) (laughs) KD on Twitter is like the funniest thing in the world because he doesn't give a fuck. I mean, yeah, he's like it's funny, but like still, it, it's he's funny. I'll give him that. He's, he's just a dick, a, and it's yeah, funny. It's, yeah, it's just a dick. But <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, guess, I don't know, dude. Like he, has, that, he he still acts like a like a fourteen year old. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess me laughing at it says more about me than KD. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> Like he's he's pure entertainment. Let's be honest here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, uh, he's great. Uh, but yeah, sticking NBA. We'll move into our top fifty list. No, let's um, go. 
I my top five slightly changed. I was telling Dylan this uh, before we started. Uh, so we have the same top five now, if I recall correctly, from last mm-hmm. week's episode of MJ at one, LeBron at two, Kareem at three, Kobe at four, and I have Tim Duncan at five. Do you have Tim or Magic? I do have Tim at five. Magic okay. at six. Okay, so I have Magic at six as well. Uh, my top ten was almost, after the that quick rearrangement top five, it was almost the exact same as Nick Wright. I have Larry at seven, mm-hmm. Hakeem at eight. Team Elijah one. Ah, uh, see, I changed that one up a little bit. Where'd you go? All right, where'd you go? I went Shaq at eight. I almost did the same thing. Because Shaq was a an absolute force, dude. And I mean, Kobe had said it before. Like, if Shaq actually put in any work, he would have been the greatest of all time. Oh yeah, if Shaq had stayed and had Kobe's work ethic stayed in Los Angeles, they would have. He said it too. They'd have like twelve rings. And yeah. it's probably pretty close to the actual amount. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Shaq was an absolute force, and that was all just natural skill, you know? It's mm-hmm. not like he had to work at it. Also, he was freaking huge, you know, well, compared to everybody else. You know, you see, like, sorry, um, oh, you good. see people like, you know, Yao Ming, and, yeah, they're big, they're tall, but Shaq was big tall and like could move just a monster of a human and could move you know um so yeah so i put Shaq at eight hakeem at nine okay i i i can live with that because i almost did the exact same thing and i went "Hmm." they're both equally iconic Shaq was probably more dominant but they're equally iconic and hakeem could shoot the basketball yeah okay (laughs) like actually actually step out from three feet away yeah that's fair um but i i i don't think you're wrong by any means to switch up Shaq and hakeem because i mean if you're taking a center to start an nba franchise with you're those are two of the top ones outside of wilt and kareem those top four it's well, yeah, Kareem, and, and we're just and Shaq. we're just looking in the past fifty years, you know. Right. If 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 we were looking all time, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain would would be top ten. Right. Probably, honestly, they'd be top five. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I I'd say so. Uh, maybe not Bill. Maybe not Bill. Wilt, Wilt would be top five. They would both be top ten for sure. Absolutely. Um. But, yeah, I, I think I would put Wilt – at that point, I would put Wilt at five. The rest yeah. would remain unchanged. Okay. But, yeah, I, I think that's totally fair. I think that's yeah. totally fair. Um, Kurt, I got Steph at 10. I do have Steph at 10 as well. Okay. I figured we both had Steph. Unbelievable. I, actually, when I was going through and adding all of the stats yesterday, uh, I <laughs> I got to, like, the MVPs. And basketball reference, this is where I got all the stats from, uh, didn't have his – it's like back – it's two-time MVP. And I was like, you really don't have a stat or something that says he's the only unanimous MVP in NBA history? Yeah. Like that is a crazy thing to happen. Yeah. And that, so, that is absolutely crazy. Right. Like 
and first time ever. Not even MJ got a unanimous. Yeah. Here's here's the thing about Steph too is he changed the game forever. You know, yeah, he he did because he he is so good from beyond the arc. Now it's forcing other teams to do that. You know, it's changed the game to a three point game. Well, and if you go to any fucking little league basketball game or high school, middle school, high school, dude, they're all shooting threes. Yeah, they're all shooting threes. They got no business shooting. Myself included. I used to do that, although I really did put in the work to get that range. But I, before I did the work, I had no business shooting some of the stuff that I did. Yeah. And that was because of Steph. I was like, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Don't have that mindset either. Like, work to it. But just because you see an NBA player do it does not mean you can do it. No, dude, shooting a three is so hard, even even with, like, the old lines, you know? Yeah. I mean. When they I, brought him out, dude, it made it way harder. <laughs> still, still, I know it's only like. like it, I, I know. I know. It's like, the, yeah, that extra, like, three feet makes it so much harder for whatever reason, you know? It does. Well, Shoot. it as a, it's weird because as you go and you step back, you're so used to seeing it at one length mm-hmm. that you, if you're going to, from high school to college, you're, I think, 10 inches back, something like that, almost a foot, but it looks different. And yeah. so you then have to recalculate distance and then you step back to the NBA and it looks way different. It looks like you're, 35 feet from the net yeah you're not but you then have to recalculate distance and get the muscle mass. so it i it it is hard i said eh, but i, mean, I was to be I was fair, a shooter in basketball so to be why. fair i can't shoot a basketball to save my life like i could be standing three feet away and i could still miss so see i yeah i play basketball from like i think i started in preschool yeah um I play forever, and I was always a shooter, so I feel very comfortable at the at that range. That's because I put two or three summers of work in shooting from 35 feet, pull-up jumpers or standstill, and I'm not going to recount a high school basketball story on the podcast, but I always get the one memory of I took a shot from legit like 35 in a way too close of a game, but I didn't realize I was at 35 or as deep as I was. I just saw the dude giving me like seven feet of space, and I was like, this is disrespectful. Yeah, and now I'm going to drain it. So I shot it, and my coach pulled my sub off the bench the second I put the ball in the air, and then it, it went in, and he threw him back on the bench. That's how deep I was, that he said, fuck this kid, the <laughs> second the ball was in the air. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he didn't get a clean look at where it was going? He said nope, and then I made it. He said okay, he's fine. He's allowed to stay. Yeah, that's funny. All right, g- getting back into getting this. Getting back into it. Yeah, I got I got Doctor J at eleven. You got Doctor J at eleven. Okay, so I actually went with KD at eleven. I I moved KD down. Did you? I did. Okay. All right. I, I okay. I and. 
I moved KD down because to me his rings are discount rings. Oh yeah, okay, I'll give that to you. So I personally, it's it's just a personal thing. I had to move him down because yes, he's a top five scorer all time in the NBA. Not a great defender, shares the ball decently, but he's got discount rings to me, and so I can't I can't compare him with some of the guys above him. That's fair. Um, I, I yeah, I put him there because of um, because I mean we were just talking about it. He would be you take the put the rings aside for a second, and he's one of the best basketball players. Absolutely. To play the game, you know. Um, Absolutely. So that's kind of where my thought process was. Um, Doctor J really isn't far behind him. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's that was my thought process for putting him there is strictly because he is such a good basketball player. I I I fully respect and understand it. You know, he can like, shoot. He can he can drive inside pretty well. He's like you said. I mean, he's not a he's not a great defender, but he's not a bad defender either. No. You know, right? His um, length really helps him out. Yeah, it definitely does. So, and that's why I put him there is because he is fairly well rounded. Yeah, I I will agree with that. So, um, number twelve, I put Moses Malone there. I kept Moses Malone at, at number I, twelve. I also kept Moses at twelve. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't I couldn't move Moses or Jay. I, I just strictly couldn't. They're too yeah. iconic to the game. And that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Um I'm actually I'm gonna make a move real quick. Okay. Um, uh I can go into my thirteen then. Yeah, uh, go for it. I put Dirk at thirteen. Did you really? Okay. Because not only is he one of the greatest power forwards to ever play this game, but his stats, he's a 14-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA team, the 2011 champ with the finals MVP. But that playoff run was one of the hardest schedules, and they made it look easy. They beat The, the Mavs beat the Trailblazers 4-2 to the first round, swept the Kobe Lakers with Pau Gasol, Andrew Bynum, Derek Fisher, uh, the year after they had just won a championship. Four to nothing. They swept them. Got to the Western Conference Finals against the OKC Thunder back in their heyday, and that would have been the year before the Thunder got to the finals with James Harden, Russell Westbrook, KD. Four to one. Got to the finals against the Heat, Chris Bosh, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and beat them four to two. He was undoubtedly the best player in all of the playoffs. And I was like looking at that one iconic playoff run puts him up there for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's I I completely understand why you'd put him there. Um again, Dirk not too far back for me either. Um I have him at number fifteen. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um Who's, who you got I, at thirteen then? Doctor J. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I you had to put Julius Irving there. So you just bumped him because what KD on the original list I think is thirteen or fourteen. So you just yeah, I, him. I just swapped him basically. Um, I can respect that. 
Yeah, my number 14, I put Isaiah Thomas because he was on that iconic Detroit Pistons team who, like, just gave gave MJ's Bulls grief every single year mm-hmm. in the 80s. And he was a major, major uh, role player in that. Um, I did the same thing. I have him so, at 14 as well. Yeah, I think he absolutely deserves to be there. He's one of the best basketball players um, on on the planet. Like, just... You so know. good. He was unbelievable. Yeah, he was very, very good. Um, number 15, I have Dirk Nowitzki. Or Nowitzki, sorry. I have Giannis at 15. Yeah, and that's totally fair, too. I I was playing with either Giannis or Dirk at 15 and 16. Um, so I actually put Giannis at 16 because I do think that Dirk is a little bit better than Giannis. As of right now, obviously, yeah, Giannis of, is still yeah. young. He's still in his prime. He still has a lot of things that he can accomplish. Um, so, but. Right. If we were to revisit this list in five to ten years, all of the current guys would be higher. Yes, so, absolutely. For everybody listening, you got to take into account that, like, I'll just fully admit it. I took Luka Doncic off of this list because he'd only been in the league for four years and has not done enough for me to be on the list. So I fully took him off. I didn't take him off. But if we were to revisit it in five to ten years, Luka Doncic is probably going to be in the top 25. Yes, absolutely. I I moved Luka way down on the list, but I didn't take him off. I moved a couple guys way down, but I, I fully took him off. Four years in the league compared to some of these guys who have full resumes wasn't enough for me. Plus, he hasn't won an MVP Hasn't gotten to a Western Conference Finals. It, it, yeah. I just didn't see enough from him, and I was like, I can't. So I that that was my point is you got to take everything for our That's, listeners. You got to take everything into as of today, as of whenever you're listening to this in 2022. That is what we made the list off of. Yeah, I like I said, I, I moved him down. We can get to that later. Right. Um, Seventeen. Chuck, you do we? Oh, my sixteen was Carl Malone. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. You're okay. good. You're yeah. good. I put Carl at sixteen. But okay. You put Chuck at seventeen. I put Chuck at seventeen. Okay. I dropped him. I have Dwayne Wade at seventeen. Really? Okay. I do. So we're all really close. Like we are. Our our guys are like you know within a couple spots of each other. Right. Um. But Chuck, I mean, yes, he doesn't. He didn't have a ring. He never got a ring, but he was—he was such a good basketball player, man. Yeah, he's um, unbelievable. So, I, I had to put him up there. Carl uh, Malone at eighteen. I have Kevin Durant at eighteen. Oh wow, you moved him down quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. I moved okay. him down five spots. Yeah. Um, it, it was. It's sad that Carl. Um, you know, did they win a ring? Did they win uh, a championship? I don't think so. Carl did. Carl did. Okay. It was not with the Jazz. It was with okay. the Lakers. Actually, no, Carl did not. It was Stockton who, no, one of them did. But no, they did not win a ring in, in Utah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, Just that was such that a good, team. that was such a good team. But yeah, you're <laughs> you going up against MJ, you know? And and Scotty and Dennis, like yeah, it was tough. Those guys were just unbelievable. But um, and they gave him they gave him a run. 
Right. Like every, every year. They always gave him a run. Every year was a good series. Um, but yeah, uh, Carl would be much higher on this list if he had gotten ring. I agree. Because the mailman is unbelievable. He yep. was so good. And yep. uh, he was half the reason I moved him up was because, you know, personal issues aside, he was iconically a top five, top ten power forward all time. Yeah. He was unbelievable. The king, one of the kings of the pick and roll. But, yeah. And 19, I put Charles. Okay. Sir, Sir Charles Barkley. Okay. Because he uh, didn't have a ring. Good. Understandable. I, I put Dwayne Wade. Understandable, yeah. At 19. Yeah. I know that he he did get a couple rings. Two. Three. A couple, yeah. Three, yeah. Did he get three? Okay. Yeah, two with two with LeBron and one okay. prior. Okay, gotcha. Um. Yeah, so I, he's Dwayne Wade is is one of the best basketball players. Like, he was just he was so good, and especially with with LeBron, like those two worked so well together. Right, and that team was, was unbelievable. Well, and the crazier thing too is Dwayne Wade wasn't a great three point shooter in the game of where three point shots actually kind of started to matter. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a great three point shooter, but he was going to beat you anyway. He's yeah. going to beat you off the bounce. His athleticism, his defensive tenacity, it was unbelievable to watch. Yeah. So, I yeah, 19 for me, definitely. Okay. This one it might be a little shocking for you. Uh, oh, I'm... Number 20, Nikola Jokic. Interesting. Interesting move. I can't... He's not too far down on my list. Um, if I'm recalling correctly, he's... Okay, maybe I forgot to accidentally put him on back on. I had his name somewhere on there, but I might have changed him with Kawhi. But my Jokic pick was also in the twenties. Okay. Yeah, I, I back to back highest PER ever. Right. In the first player with two thousand points, a thousand assists, five hundred rebounds in a single season. As a center. As a center. You know, it's yeah, I, he deserves to be on this list. Absolutely. The fact that the fact that he's not on um, on Nick Wright's list is a sin. It's a, it's a <laughs> when you put dudes like like Anthony Davis on there, yeah, who won his one ring off the coattails of LeBron James, and in a there's a Big old fat asterisk right next to that championship, you know. Um, so yes, sir, there is, and that's why Anthony Davis is not on my list. That's me. I'm right there with you. Yeah. So I was like, I can't stand Anthony Davis. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Nikola Jokic at number twenty. I know it might come as a shock. I could have moved him down. I could have moved him down farther. There, there's. A very good argument for better players on this list. Yeah, but I think I think it's the right choice. And actually, I just had to add him to mine because apparently, in the process of me reorganizing yesterday, I forgot to add him back in. Yeah. So mine, he's out of the twenties now, 
but I think that we can agree on who he's behind. But I don't think 20 is a bad spot for him. Because, again, if we revisit this in 5 to 10 years, Nikola Jokic is going to be in that top 20. Yes, easily. Easily in that top 20. My 20 is a lot less crazy than yours, at least. I have Chris Paul. Okay, so, and here's here's why I put Nikola Jokic above Chris Paul. Well, it's because of his accolades right now, right? Right. As a center. Yeah. And Chris Paul is a great player. He's only a couple spots down on my list. But I think Nikola Jokic is is a better player than Chris Paul. Okay. Personally. I can't I can't agree nor disagree. One, because they're so different players. They are, yes. They're very different. But both of them have things that the other can't do. So I can't I I can neither agree nor disagree. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fine pick. I just, you know, I I don't know. It's tough. Like I said, there's an argument both ways for it. Yeah. No, know? there really is. And so um, that, that was just my thought process. Number 21, Kevin Garnett. I, okay. I did not – I have him in my next slot. I have David Robinson at 21. Yeah, Okay. David Robinson is quite a bit farther down on my list, so. Oh, man, you were doing a disservice. Okay, he's he's still in the 20s. Okay, he's still in the 20s. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, if he's anywhere outside the 20s, we, yeah. we got to have we got. He's have still in the 20s, but he's at the bottom of the 20s. Okay. Um, so, uh, okay, all right. Yep. Yeah, I haven't won because he's one of the few NBA players to ever record a quadruple-double. That's impressive. It's he did it with blocks. Yeah, he was he had like I can't remember the exact stat line, but it was like ten ten points, ten rebounds. I think it was assists too, and blocks. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dude! You're as a power forward, you're not supposed to be able to have that. You yeah, have ten assists. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I have him there. Twenty two. I have Kevin Garnett. Okay. Okay, that's where I have Chris Paul. Okay, yeah. I feel like reasonable. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah. Tw- 23, I have John Stockton. I have John Stockton there as well. Perfect. I was like, yep. it's kind of hard to move the greatest passer ever or one of the greatest passers ever. Yeah. You can't you can't take him out of out of those spots. I, I think he deserves to be in the top 25. Um Barnum, like he's he was part of the reason that the Jazz were so successful in the 90s. It was just, you know, they ran into a Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan size roadblock every year, you know? Yeah. So. And Steve Kerr over there just hurting, yeah. crushing people's dreams with one three pointer at a time. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. John Stockton. Number 23. Yeah. Perfect. 24. Mine. Probably going to surprise you and some of our listeners. I put Elvin Hayes. Really? I did, yeah. Elvin Hayes is not too much farther down on my list. Fair. Um, uh, I put Patrick Ewing there. Fair. Pat. Pat's not too far down mine. We'll yeah. get to him in a couple of picks. Yeah. So, and, you know, he was... Uh, 
he was one of those guys that had that rivalry with with MJ too. You know, he was just uh, the the Knicks back then were were really good as well. Um, and Patrick and he, Ewing, he was the face of that. Yeah, he was the face of it, and he was always he was a consistent producer for that team. Yeah, and average two point five blocks per per game or that's, per year. That's or per game, yes. Yeah, per game. That's that's pretty damn good, dude. Like, yeah. And so. a steal. So he's basically th- three to four turnovers a game yeah. caused. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I went Elvin Hayes at 24 because I wasn't gonna. I was going to leave him in the 30s. And then I started looking at his stats. And my man out here was killing dudes. Average 21 in the league through 1,303 games. 21, 12.5 rebounds per game, uh, shot 45% from the field, two blocks per game, and one steal per game. So okay. almost identical numbers to Patrick Ewing. Uh, shot a little bit worse from the field um, and the free throw line, but pretty similar stats. Has more all-star appearances he did win a scoring championship but technically it shouldn't count for this argument because it was in 68 69 so it's out of the 50 years but okay. i think elvin hayes still still is is there at 25 i have jason kidd uh i have ai the answer buddy okay at 25 okay. i i can live with that i can yeah. live with that we'll get to ai here shortly on my list as well uh, so yeah, I got Jake Kidd there, and then Pat Ewing at twenty six. Okay, um, I actually have Scottie Pippen at twenty six. I I didn't know where to put Scotty. I, I I kind of struggled with him as well. Um, it's hard because you look at at <laughs> what happened when MJ retired the first time. That's why he actually got moved lower on mine. Yeah, but, you know, the the fact that he's still got six rings, man. He does still have six rings, and he is one of the better passing small forwards. In yes, history. and it was, yes, you can argue that he was successful because of Michael Jordan. Um, and strictly because of that, but those two worked so well together. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so I, I had to put him up there because he was a great basketball player. Yeah, I have him a little bit lower, but I did technically move him up from where Nick Wright had him. I just didn't put him in the 20s. I have Scotty right now at 30. Okay. Okay. Understandable. Understandable. So my 27 is Walt Frazier, though. Walt Frazier, really? Yeah, Walt Frazier was nasty, dude. Walt Frazier. I don't think that I have him on my list. What? That's a Uh, shame. That may have been a mistake. I'm very sorry. I, I... like it's I okay. put this together at the very last minute, so yeah, okay. I may have left some names off this list. Um, I'm very sorry. He he definitely deserves to be up there. So. Yeah, he was he was a terrific player. Um, yeah. 
but yes, we will we will allow it because I know um, that you had to make this semi last minute because you have a crazy work schedule. So we will yeah. allow it. Everybody, don't crucify him. Um, <laughs> twenty eight. Yeah. I have Kawhi. Twenty eight. I have. Um... Hang on. Twenty-eight. I have Rick Barry. You have Rick Barry. I moved Rick way down. Really? Just because I could I probably at... honestly put uh, put Walt Frazier there. Okay. Uh, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, um, there's. Look, I'm I'm happy with the top twenty-five, but like the the. Dude, uh, the top twenty-six. 20... The back twenty five was a little tough because Dude, I don't know hard. a lot about some of these dudes, you know. It was hard. Yeah. I literally my first twenty five I did in like thirty minutes. The last twenty five I spent two days on. Yeah, it's this was very very tough for me. Yeah. So I'm hard. gonna go. You know what? At twenty eight, I'm gonna go Rick Barry and Walt Frazier. I know that that that's kind of a cop out. That's okay. But um. Yeah, fair. I, I, I moved I moved Rick Barry down because I was looking into stats, and four of his best seasons were in the ABA, and I was uh, being a real dickhead and said, "Well, it's not the NBA," even though they they merged. But uh, it was he, it, his four best seasons were in the ABA, and I had that same criteria with everybody. They were in okay. the ABA. I didn't count that season, so I have Rick Barry way low. Um, and again, he may – no, I have him at 42. Mm, okay, so way low. Way low, just strictly for that ABA. But I had to keep him on the list because Rick Barry was so good, and his free throws are the most iconic thing with his underhand free throw. Unbelievable. And he shot 90% from the line. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. So yeah. 29, um, I put David Robinson there. Okay. That's where I have AI. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Just because AI was iconic, he was unbelievable, didn't win the ring, but if you take him off of any of those Philly, really any team that he was ever on, they don't have nearly the same success. No. No, absolutely. He was not. He was... he was so good. It's it's a shame that he didn't win one. Right. I because wish he was he did. truly like a phenomenal basketball player. I know. I wish he did. And he did it all while partying and going out like every night and getting yeah. hammered and then showing up and dropping 50 the next night. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yep. Um, at 30, I have Scotty. That's where I put Scotty Pippen. Okay. Just because he can't be I, out outside the top 30. No, definitely not. Um, I put Steve Nash at 30. Damn. Okay. Okay. I can't disagree with that. Although I did once get into an argument about Steve Nash and how he was a replaceable player, but I think that that's a fine ranking. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about it if you want. Look, he was back-to-back MVP, too. Yeah, but he's... That is... I know that there's an asterisk on it. I was like, yeah, that's no. the argument everybody's having right now for Jokic's back-to-back MVP. Is like, well, Steve Nash won one. How is that possible? Because Steve Nash sucked that second season. He didn't suck, but it wasn't nearly 
an MVP level season. But I, I think that Steve Nash is one, uh, one of the best facilitators of all time. Mm-hmm. But his leadership skills can land him pretty much anywhere on this list. And his, his resume as well. Like he's got a terrific resume. Yeah, absolutely. He does. So I think 30, you could have moved him down farther. There's some guys on this list that could be above him. Um, but I, I think that 30 is a fair place for him to be. I, I agree. I think so, so as well. Uh, 31, this was my readjustment when I realized I didn't have our boy on the, on the, on the list. I have Nicola at 31. Okay. I didn't think his resume was better than, uh, like a Scotty. Yeah. No, that's, that's totally fair. I, I get that. In two years, when we, ha- when he is a ring, we can talk about it. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I knocked. I knocked. I knocked. Uh, at 31, I have Jason Kidd. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So, uh-huh. yes, he, he's, he does have the ring. Yep. You know, um, did he ever win MVP? Uh, I want to say he did, but I don't No, He did not. Okay. So, and that's but he kind was of, the, he was a rookie of the year. That's what I was thinking of. I was okay. like, I know he won one award. So, and that's kind of why I was like Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, those two. Yeah. They're pretty interchangeable. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's where I was at. And you said you had Jokic at 31, right? Yep. Okay. Number 32, I have Kawhi. Fair. I have Reggie. Reggie Miller. Oh, man, yeah. Unjustifiably okay. left off Nick Wright's list. Yeah, he's left off my list, too. I completely forgot about him. Uh, it's okay. But, um, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I I'll give you that. He's hard to leave off this list because he was just so unbelievably good at scoring the basketball. Yeah, absolutely he was. Um, there's a guy that I'm going to take off this list right now, actually, and I'm going to put I'm going to put Reggie in there because I completely forgot about him. Um, yeah, he was he's way better than this guy, obviously. So. <laughs> he's going to be a little bit further down on my list. He That's could right. be higher, but. I had to bump somebody out who probably should be on this list uh, for for Yoke. And you and our mm. listeners may not like it, but we'll have to see. Um, At 33, or did you say who you had? A, yeah, you did. At yeah, 33. hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on just a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made Dylan rethink his. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. God, this the honestly, dude, the last like twenty five was it was tough, it was so hard. <laughs> I'm like, because there's guys that you're like, man, they they should be in here, but like you can't I, put them in here. I had to bring my list to my dad every every night to be like, who am I forgetting? Who yeah. do I need to move up or down? Okay, all right, I, I think I've got this figured out. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we haven't gotten to number 33 yet. No. Kevin McHale. That's, I have McHale at 33. Yeah. He was, he was unbelievable and a great coach. Kevin McHale was one of those guys that you take, um, him off Boston, you lose the, the double power of, um, 
McHale and Robert Parrish, but they're not nearly as good without Kevin McHale. Yeah, no, absolutely not. So I think that uh, I think he deserves to be on there. So I, I did make some moves here. Um, number 34, I, I did put Reggie Miller in there. Okay, I think that's yes. fair. I think that's yeah. fair. At 34, I have George Gervin. Okay, all right. And he also played in the ABA for like eight years or nine years, and then he got to the NBA, put up the exact same numbers. Yeah, okay. Like, so, just balled out. That That's totally fair. Um, I, I, George Gervin is just a couple spots down on this list. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, number 35... I've got the Rod Man. You got the Rod Man? Yeah. He's he's just a couple spots down for me. Because, like, dude, he was so good defensively. Yeah. He was so good at rebounding. He was so good defensively. Yeah. You can't not have him on this list. You yeah. Know? I, I mean, we talked about it last week. I regard Dennis Rodman as the best rebounder in NBA history. I don't care that he doesn't actually lead the NBA in rebounds. He's the best rebounder in NBA history. Yeah. Uh, 35, I have Clyde Drexler. All right. All right. Again, one of those guys that's just a couple spots down. Right. I was like everything numbers-wise, especially as we get lower, is kind of personally what do you value in basketball. Right. 36, I have Steve Nash. And that's where I have George Gervin. Okay. Okay. Yep. So uh, I, I think that that's very valid. Uh, 37, that's where I have the Rod Man, Mr. Dennis. Okay, and that's where I have Clyde Drexler. So. We're just, like, right, right on We're top right of there. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of these guys are interchangeable with each other, like we said. Um, there's some guys that you could argue are too high up this list, um, some guys that are too low on this list, um, like Nikola Jokic. He could be lower on this list. He right. doesn't have the resume that a lot of these other guys have. Steve Nash, another one of those guys that could be down in the, you know, uh, lower 30s, higher 40s, right. somewhere on there. Um, but, you know, and it's one of those things. Like, I remember watching Steve Nash when I was a kid. Yeah, he so much fun to watch. Yeah, he was a lot of fun to watch. So, well, and, and there's also recency bias in here as well from us because we never got to see guys Definitely. like, uh, Clyde Drexler playing his prime, or Alex no. English playing his prime. Bob McAdoo, no idea when. Spoiler alert, by the way. Another guy that's not on um, on Nick Wright's list. Which one, Alex English? Yes. Yeah. Fucking, I hit piece of shit. Thirty. <laughs> 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 I hate that guy. And when I saw Alex English wasn't on that list, I was like, yeah. I have to get him on here. So yeah. he is on here uh, here shortly. Right on. All right, number 38. And we can kind of bust through this one. Uh, Bob McAdoo. Yeah, that's who I got as well. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, he was terrific. Bob McAdoo, if you don't know who he is, please go watch some highlights because he's truly a fun one to watch. Yeah. Uh, 39, I got Gary Payton. I've got Bill Walton. At, at 39. I moved Bill down a little bit. Did you? I I might get crucified by some people because I have him lower than Dwight Howard at the moment. Really? Not by much. It actually, I this one took some debate, uh, but because Bill Walton played such a short time, um, 
yes, I understand that he won an MVP and a six man and two championships, but he didn't and a finals MVP. But he didn't play long enough for me to put him and Dwight Howard still has better stats. Okay. Okay. But the fact that he did all of that in a short time. It's crazy. Yeah. You can't leave Bill Walton off this list. No. The fact that he did all that in a short time. 468 I think, games. Yeah. I think he deserves to be uh, – um, I think he deserves to be in that spot on this list. Yeah, I think I, I have no issue. It's a lot of accolades in like five years. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. Something like that. So pretty um, damn good. Yeah. At 40, I have Dwight Howard. I have Gary Payton. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then that means 41. I have Alex English. That's where I put him. Really? Okay. Alex English is a little bit further down on this list for me. Okay. Um, I, He could definitely be higher. Uh, on this list. Well, and he was a tough one because he didn't win a championship. Yeah. He didn't win an MVP. It's also because he was in a small market here in Denver when <laughs> Denver wasn't Denver. But what he was able to do puts him on this list. And Nick Wright, I hate you for not doing so. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, there's guys. Yeah, there, there's at least three guys that deserve to be on this list that were not on Nick's, Nick right. Wright's and, list. Yeah. Uh, 42, that's where I put Rick Barry. Okay, so I actually didn't get to my 41. Oh, actually, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. I have Sidney Moncrief. I think that's fair. I have him just a couple spots lower. Yeah. So, and then number two, number 42, you said Rick, Rick Barry. Barry. Yep. Okay. That's where I have Dwight Howard. Okay, I think that's fair. Yeah. So, and actually a couple, um, a couple players that are playing. Dwight Howard hasn't retired yet. No, he's okay. still in the league. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Dwight Howard, I, I think, you know, he's got the ring. He was a pretty dominant basketball player. Dominated um, a it, whole decade. It, yeah, in his prime, he was he was one of the best. Uh, yeah. Number 43, James Harden. That's where I put Bill Walton. Okay. That's right. A lot of my current players, unless they had, like, a tremendous resume, ended up in the 40s. That's honestly where a lot of my current players have ended up as well, um, apart from Kawhi and uh, and like, Steph and KD. Well, I was like, yeah, and like the top five in the league right now of Steph, KD, LeBron, Giannis, yeah, Nicola. So there's Paul. there's a few in there that that deserve to be on this list uh, yeah. higher, but yeah, I've I've definitely got a few uh, current players that are that are down below. Uh, my 44, I, I went with Sidney Moncrief there. Okay. All right. Uh, my 44, I went with James Worthy, actually. That's my 45. Okay. It's because it, James Worthy's was terrific. Yes. Like, he did anything the Lakers asked him to do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh Number 45, Dominique Wilkins. I have uh, – I almost left him off this list, but he did end up uh, in the last five for me. Okay. And, so, I mean, he's on the last what, uh, six, so there's it, not – Yeah, I was like, it's – it's. he was tough because, like, he never won a ring, 
but he was so talented and dominant that it was it's hard to leave him off this list. Yeah. That's why I mean a lot of these guys at uh at the bottom for me are on this list because it's the same argument for all of them. You know. Mm-hmm. Um uh, number 46 Tiny Archibald. I have James Harden there. Okay. That's fair, you know. Yeah. I dropped him 20 <laughs> spots, but Dude, he was way too high on Nick Wright's list. So he's way high. too high. Um, and, and you know, he's James Harden is in the forties for me. Yeah, and he, so there's no yeah. reason he should be higher. No, like why? Yeah, he, he was a he's a great basketball player. Was a great basketball player because he hasn't been the yeah, same James Harden for the past couple of years. Oh, gold the last couple yeah. of years. And he's he's putting in the work because he wants to win that ring. If he wins that ring, he'll I think he he'll deserves to be up. in that spot. Yeah, I think that if he never. wins a ring, he'll move up a little bit, but I don't think he moves up terribly. No. Um, all right. So, yeah, Tiny Archibald. Um, I, I, another one of those guys that I never got to watch. Right. Um, so I don't know a whole lot about him, unfortunately, but I've, I've heard some things. He was pretty good. I've heard that he was very good. Mm-hmm. Number 47 for me is where Alex English lands. I think that's fair and respectable. I have yeah. Dominique there. I, I got Dominique Wilkins. Okay. And he was like another one of those guys where he was a very talented player, mm-hmm. but he played in a small market team. He didn't get a ring. It's it's hard to put him any higher than this, really. Right. Um, you could argue, you know, that he could be, you know, a few spots higher, but I don't think any higher than 40. No, 40 is probably the max for him. Yep, and a lot of these guys on in the bottom forty, I don't think deserve to be any higher than where they are. Right? Maybe Sidney Moncrief. You could make an argument for him being in the thirties. You maybe, can. but it's low thirties. It's thirty-seven yeah. to thirty-nine, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my forty-eight. That's where I put Tiny Archibald. Okay, and I put Mello at forty-eight. See, he Mello is. I'm doing some last minute adjustments. Mello might just barely make it. Because before I realized that I accidentally left Nicola off, even though I wrote his name down and then erased it and never put it back on, I had Mello at 50. But okay. because I had to pump Nicola on, he would now be 51. But I'm thinking I'm going to make Mello my 49. Okay. Actually, you know what? Mello's still going to be my 50, and I'm going to make Russell Westbrook my 49. Russ did not make it on this list. <gasps> you did what? Russ did not make it on this list. Honor- honorable mention. I do have a couple honorable mentions. Honorable mention. Um, And it's, it's another one of those toss-up things. Number 49. Did you say what your number 48 was? Yeah, it's tiny. Oh, that's where you put tiny. Okay, okay, yeah. Number 49, Bernard King. Yeah, uh, that's who I just had to bump out. I'm so sorry, Bernard King. You're terrific. You didn't have back-to-back MVPs where you put up a triple-double. That's the only reason Russ Westbrook's on this list for me. Two of the most prolific seasons in NBA history. So I have Westbrook at 49 and Melo at 50. Okay. I 
I'm going to do another cop-out thing. <laughs> number 50. I, I'm going to, okay, so, and I know we've said this, um, that this is right now, as of this very moment, right. these are the players on this list. Luka Doncic, Russell Westbrook at number 50. I guess. Russell Westbrook, because of what he's done, Luka Doncic, because of what he's going to do. In this okay, game. I guess. I had to leave Luka off. Yeah, I could not. I couldn't do it. I I put Luca on at number fifty because look, Dallas was not a like a powerhouse of a team last year, but the, the last couple of years since he yeah, got there, but they they made it to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, you know. Mm, yes, it was. Yes, they lost against the Suns, but. Honestly, like no. we were like, oh, they're they're gonna lose. Like well, they they're gonna get the swept. Suns. They lost to. Oh, did they? Yeah, they because oh, they lost to the Warriors. Thank you. That's right. I was like, I couldn't yeah, remember. They lost who they to the lost. Warriors. Yeah, um, they beat the Suns. And the Warriors. In dramatic fashion. Yes, the Warriors took the lead, and we we're like, Russ, uh, not Russ. Steph started doing his night night thing, and we we're like. Uh, this is not looking too good for yeah. for the Mavericks here, and then the Mavericks kind of pushed back. Yeah, you know, Mavs, and we're like, the Mavs are like one solid piece. Well, actually, now that they lost Jalen Brunson, they're probably one or two solid pieces away from being like a genuinely contending team. Yeah, I I, I think so too. Yeah, um, they're very good, and they're just getting better. Yeah, they definitely are. Um, I, I, and that was mainly because of Luca, right? You know, mm-hmm. off you can say what Spencer Dinwiddie was very good for them. Well, sa- same with Jalen Brunson, especially Jaylen Brunson. when Luca was out in the playoffs this year. Like Jalen Brunson balled the fuck out, and that's the reason. Well, the Knicks tampered, but that's the reason he yeah. got the big contract from the Knicks was because of his playoff performance. Yeah. Um. I'll quickly rattle off my honorable mentions. Uh, now that I had to do some rework, Bernard King is on there. He would he would have been on the list, but he got bumped to 51. Um, then Ray Allen, Tony Parker, Pau Gasol, mm. Mitch Richmond, Luka Doncic, and Paul Pierce were all guys that I could not find a spot for. Yeah, you could maybe add Vince Carter to that list too. Did you say I, Vince Carter? I, I actually I had to take him off. Yeah. Because he was, I made like, I made my list and put like 20 names at the bottom. And I just had to slowly cross them off. Like T-Mac was on there as well. But especially part of Vince's issue was he played too long. Yeah. And by the end of his career, you're like, you hurt yourself so much stat-wise that I can't put you on. But I think Vince absolutely has an argument to be on this list. Yeah, I, I think I think he deserves to be on our honorable mention. Yeah, I, I think you know. we could find a hundred other guys oh, that we're, dude, that we yeah. could be like there's an argument that you're on this list. Yeah. But it's just sometimes like I, for the life of me I've been trying to think of old NBA players in the last 50 years for like the whole week 
to just try to spark something so that I could then come on the podcast and be like, well, I wanted to talk about this guy, but you know, that's not the way it goes every time. Sometimes yeah. you just blank on somebody like, yep. like I like, did with Reggie Miller. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> like Reggie Miller. Like Reggie uh, Miller. But yeah, I mean, I feel like people are obviously going to have their gripes. They're obviously going to be like, well, I think he should be higher up or lower. That's fine. I think our two lists are pretty good. And yeah. I think the numbers suit a little bit better than what Nick Wright's was. Yes. But I will say, Nick Wright, as much as I hate you, you do your job to perfection. Because what you're there to do is get people angry and to talk about your stuff. And we did it for two weeks straight. So good fucking job, Nick Wright. I hate you, but you did your job. <laughs> I don't, you know, I I don't know. Like, I have an opinion, obviously. I have an opinion on KD. I have an opinion on. Right. Uh, on, uh, But, like, I think that those are valid opinions. The shit that com- Nick Wright comes up with, you're like, you're an idiot, dude. Yeah. I can't, I legit can't watch any TV if he's on. No. If he's on the screen, I'm like, mute it. No, I, I can't. It. Cannot stand. Although there was, there was one thing that I loved, and that was when Vic absolutely roasted oh, Nick Wright on Altitude. That was my favorite. That was – I go back and listen to that sometimes just because I love how Vic just dunks on him the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, I love I love that. That right there, that one episode, actually that one segment deserves an Emmy. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm <laughs> nominating I'm nominating Vic for an Emmy for that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe that's we may have to jump into some of the altitude sports drama next week because I don't know if you've seen. Vic has been getting a little riled up with some of the rival Colorado media members when they're like, well, you should just sign. And he holds nothing back when he responds. Of course like, not. Like to James Merrillat, he said something along the lines of like, look, we can talk about this, but if you want to do that, if you want, if we want to take that offer, we will, and we'll wait for it. But I'm not doing anything until that offer. Or we're not doing anything until that. And he, I, I loved it. Vic is spicy on Twitter right now. Vic is spicy. Period. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's, he's, he definitely has an opinion, and he sticks to his guns. And like, right. Generally, his opinions are valid. Yeah. yeah, I, I don't have a ton of takes where I'm like, oh, that was, that was a little wild there, Vic. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'm like, come on, bro. Come on. Is it usually hockey Vic time? Because I feel like that happens a lot with hockey Vic. No. Okay. No, it, it's other things. Just like random, random stuff. You know, random segments or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, yeah, he's I I have a lot of respect for Vic Lombardi. Yeah, he's you know he's really good at his job. Mm-hmm. Does a terrific job interacting with the community not only on social media but in person i think i think vic is and and most really altitude sports we yeah. were truly lucky to have them in denver 
Yeah, there's a lot of great personalities on there. And I've, yeah. I I haven't listened to them for a while, but like that morning show, Vic Lombardi and Kane, so is so, fun. <laughs> so funny, dude. It's so good. So, and I uh, honestly, like, it's because of them that I wanted to do what we're doing right now, you know? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's because of them for me, but I'm, I'm not going to act, sit here and act like they didn't play a part in it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I absolutely love them. I love most of the Denver media members, but Altitude will always have a special place in my heart. Oh, same. Same. Speaking of, uh, uh, we'll talk about that off camera. Uh, it's already been going for like an hour 45 because we have yeah, to factor like, in that earlier part too. It's, it's been be, a long show. It's going to be a long episode, but that's fine. That's fine. We went through our list one by one. We didn't, we didn't really cut a ton out. Uh, so I think it was, everything was comprehensive. Uh, it is a long episode, but it's a good one right here. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like any other last minute, anything else you can think of? No, Broncos tomorrow, baby. I know it's preseason, but look, football, football's back. I know. I have my first fantasy draft tomorrow. I got a. Mine is until I think the 26th, so. I have a bunch coming up because I play in like five leagues. Yeah. So mine kind of gets scattered. This one is for my first ever dynasty league, though, so I'm excited. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, But that's going to do it. For this episode of the Wired Up Sports Podcast, I'm Josh Coleman alongside Dylan Malfatti. Check us out on Twitter at Wired underscore up underscore sports, uh, or you can look us up at just Wired Up Sports Podcasts on there. We're on all your favorite podcasting apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Check us out wherever you can find us. Uh, But that's going to do it. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Peace.